0: Greetings, constant listeners. It's Gen Two, the Rage Adams. What you're about to hear is a clip from our exclusive Patreon episode, in which the losers crack open another edition of the crate. This time, for its namesake, George A. Romero's Creep Show. Given the connection to this feature, it's a very special episode, and we booked a very special guest: New York Times best-selling author Daniel Kraus who just published his book with Romero, The Living Dead. He had so much insight to share about the godfather of the dead. Now you're probably wondering, how do you hear the full thing? Well, climb aboard the SS Georgie or become a librarian over at our Patreon, The Barons. You can find a link in the description of this episode, or you can visit www.patreon.com slash The Barons. Hope to see you there over long days and pleasant nights.
1: Now, I can't be sure of this, of course, because this was a long time ago, but I feel like the second Romero movie that made an impact on me is Creepshow. If I rank the Romero movies, and I don't think he ever made a bad movie. and I may be alone in this crowd in that. (laughs) But um, my second favorite is Creepshow. My first favorite is Night of the Living Dead, um, but Creepshow is a number two. And the first time I laid my eyes on it was at a friend's house, um, he had HBO, and we weren't sitting down to watch it. I was just sort of in his house, and we were in the living room, and it was playing on on HBO, and it was um the crate, and it was uh, Mike the janitor getting sucked into the crate, and mm-hmm. there, and it was shocking because there was so much blood now seen. It's like it's it's the bloodiest scene in the movie and it's the bloodiest scene in most movies. Like it's just drenched with blood. Yeah. And the weird thing about this is I remember it distinctly because this was must've been in the summer because it had to have been late enough to play an R rated movie, but it still wasn't completely dark. And for some reason that just made it like all the more upsetting. Like it was still a little bit sunny out and yet this like, was screaming on the screen and blood was falling everywhere. And then from that, um, you know, I became, I entered my Stephen King reading phase and my, my local library. And I grew up in a really small little town in Iowa. My local library had the Creepshow um, comic book.
2: Oh, wow. That's cool.
1: And um, I got that and read it a million times. And <laughs> the obsession began.
2: Yeah. So with King... What would you say is so? This is pretty much your first King, then, and then you went into, or did you had you already known King beforehand?
1: I mean, I don't, I doubt it was my first King movie. Um, I can't put together the years all that well in yeah. my head back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, certainly, by the time I was maybe in fifth grade, sixth grade, that's when my I started reading all the Stephen King books. So at that point, I you know I became just voracious. Uh, wow. like many people of my, my uh, generation. Um, so I don't know where they all kind of fit. But yeah. I think as far as the movies go, uh, it, it, whether you're talking about Romero movies or Stephen King movies, certainly. It, it is my favorite Stephen King movie.
2: Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was thinking about it today while watching it and just, you know, I mean, we'll obviously talk about it in this episode, but it really does feel like such a great distillation of kind of not even just him, but also like what influenced him and stuff like that. And so I just, mm-hmm. I love it for that. But in terms of his books, what would you say is your favorite of his, um, that has really stuck with you over the years?
1: Well, I can tell you, it's a weird answer. My favorite of his books is Dance Macabre. Um, nice. Oh, wow.
2: Oh, wow. That's awesome. Uh,
1: it, it, that book more than any other book in history, uh, that I ever read changed my life. Um, Aww. because again, I lived in a small little rural town and this was pre-internet. And I didn't know it. I had no access to anything that wasn't thrust in front of me or that I rambled across in our tiny little library. So suddenly I get Don Smacab, and it was just, you know, I was working my way through his books, and this just happened to be the next one. It just opened up a million doors. Yeah. You know, there were all these books I'd never heard about, and all these movies and TV shows and radio shows. And it just was like the world opened up with Don Macab. And I um, began a long Journey that still isn't complete of tracking down all those things. Now so much is more available, but um, yeah, I mean that book was a life changer.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's a total bible, and I and I really didn't realize that until recently because I wasn't on the episode for uh, Dance Macabre, and we just kicked off a new series here that's called Dance Macabre where we're trying to like go through the books of his that inspired him. And yeah, I'm like going through it. And this is like the one that was updated. So it has this like forward with like even more movies that he loves on it. And yeah, it's a maze. It's a total, it's a fun maze to go through. And um it's ultimately something I'll probably keep on the desk forever. Just because it's so easy to just kind of look at and just be like, especially right now where I kind of like when my girlfriend and I try to figure out what movies to watch during October, we're always like, Oh God. So what, what do we want to do? You want to watch a we're doing the exorcist again they were doing that uh so it's nice to be able to find something different because there is so many times mean, you records. watch the exorcist <laughs> i know well yeah it's like a two and a half hour movie let's but do it know. again pop it on, it on thursday night um but yeah that's that, i like that answer that's a good that's a good one yeah. well look let's let's start talking about creep show um